so he... <laughs> hey now! <laughs> He's definitely not saying... So, first of all, that word isn't so bad. I mean, really, it's kind of one of those double-meaning words or multiple meanings. You know, a lot of people use the word uh, spook for uh, CIA spies. It was a commonly used phrase for spies. It still is today. You can easily get away with it, I yeah, would say. Yeah, we know what he meant. Well, and so, and no, in this song, he says that's when a smoke was a smoke, I think. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong, though. I, I never know what John Cougar is actually saying in any of his songs. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Good song, though, either way. Well, Mike, that was, believe it or not, in the top of the Billboard charts, 1987. Twas a good year. Ooh, a yeah. really good year. Uh, in fact, I think it was... Man, what are you, 36 now, years ago, right? Yeah, fuck. Folks, this is a special day. There's no doubt about it. Yeah! <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you guessed it. Your favorite co-host, the host that blows the most, in fact, from Chicago, Illinois, it's his birthday. Oh, yeah. He's getting older, he's getting fatter, and you know it, he's getting balder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, big guy. This Looking one's for more you. more and more like George Costanza every year. <laughs> it's insane. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. How yeah. are you feeling? I can on tell you. it's coming because I'm so depressed. <laughs> That's oh, just all the chemtrails. too. <laughs> oh, man. It's actually tomorrow, so don't get too excited. I don't want you celebrating too much right here, right now. And feeling happy feel shitty today feel happy tomorrow yeah right but yeah we shall be listening to this on the day of your birth i was thinking about uh my birthday the other day actually and how uh you know i'm really you know older right a year a year older than I really yeah. am. Aren't we all? Like, we do the nine months, the 12 months, or the 11 month, and then you're the one year old, right? So haven't I really done an extra revolution around the sun that no. I'm actually giving myself credit no, for? No, no, the Koreans are stupid. We do it the right way. The Koreans add the year? Is that what they do? Yeah, you're born, it's year one. Year one, right. Why yeah. is it year zero for the Americans? But it's 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 just either way it's the same thing. Either you are in your first year, or at the end you have lived one year. It's the same deal. Yeah, but then when so you're like, your first birthday, now you are either well, no, if you're one when you're entering your second year, whichever way you look at it. No, same. wait, wait. Here's how I'm looking at it. Yeah, you're born one. Then on your first, what would be your first birthday? You're two. See what I'm because saying? You're entering your second year. So you're older. Technically, like so then you'll be walking around and one guy's one years old and you're two. No, but it's the same thing because you're not two years old. You're in your second year. I think this is an effective way to cheat the age system and life expectancy. <laughs> There's something yeah. going on here. I don't know. I feel like I'm older than I really am. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just Bidenomics. Is that what Bidenomics is? No. <laughs> uh, trust me, you're fine. You're you're 38. I'm 36. 
Yeah, we're, we're cruising around man. the sun, man. Yeah, we've had uh, quite a few loops, if you believe in that kind of thing. I'm still on the fence with the flat Earth theory, no doubt. But, you know, I like to go with the classical uh, thoughts there when I'm pondering my existence. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So now yeah, you're, you're hitting the middle age. Uh, we got the good news on the AP the other day. The life expectancy rose a year in America. So congratulations, folks. For many of us, like myself, we were fearful that we had missed being, you know, on the hill and just leaped right over the hill, you know, because of uh, just the dropping of the life expectancy. Here we are uh, back on the hill. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling vibrant. Yeah, you look better. Yeah, I've got a, <laughs> got a fresh, uh, you know, I got like a spark in my step today when I read the news. I actually saw a couple hairs grow back. It was crazy. All the gray ones went away. It was beautiful. They just <laughs> colored right back into brown. <laughs> oh, man. So, Mike, yeah. congratulations. You're older. Uh, I'm getting younger. This is how I had planned it to work when I was a kid. I was hoping for this. Beautiful. So, yeah, it works out for all of us. Uh, good thing uh, nothing crazy happening in the news these days, right? Uh, because we could just talk about you and your birthday the, for the next hour. Oh, dude, I have something even worse to talk about. <laughs> oh, man, lay it on me. I go to a fucking dentist office, right? Ooh, you're going to do some plumbing in a dentist office? This sounds horrendous. The drain is clogged. <laughs> I can't imagine with what. Right. But good news, it's just the one bathroom. It's the staff bathroom. Ah. How, how bad? How bad could this be? Right? Right. One, one bathroom, it's in an entire strip mall. Everything else is draining, which means maybe you got to go 20 feet to get it open, no problem. It's a dentist owned and operated exclusively by Indians. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Oh, man! Oh, no! This is a nightmare, folks. This is a tailor-made nightmare just for you. Dude, <laughs> I can't even describe to you the shit that was coming out of this fo- this drain. Oh no! With with my cable, it was just 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 pure brown slushy. Wow! So you're talking it, like um, maybe a broken down Coca Cola slushy machine that won't stop dripping? No, this is more like. <laughs> I'd like, to, I'd like to do a food comparison when it comes to uh, this kind of situations. <laughs> this was like a very watery refried beans. Oh. But oh. just the smell. Dude, and the whole way home, I'm driving 70 miles per hour on the highway, both windows down. I don't, it's freezing cold. I don't care. I doubled up my jackets. The smell. I don't get it. I, everybody's shit smells the same. Except for Indians. Wow, and look, I consider you a certified expert on people's poop. I mean, I live in Chicago. I'm a plumber. I have smelled shit from around the world. Not only, yes, good call. It is one of the, the melting pots of America, but also Chicago. I mean, the physique and health of the general populace. You have seen probably some catastrophes when it comes to uh, toilet situations. <laughs> 
Right. Yeah, I walk into many a houses where before I go into the bathroom, they're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I got to tell them, like, yeah, that's all right. I see it all the time. Don't worry about it. But, dude. And then the worst part was they kept using the other bathroom. So, like, there was this one section where I was trying to see if my cable was making it. And uh, I had to go check. I go check. And they take a shit and flush it. I was like, okay, maybe this brown shit is just from, like, it's sitting in water and, like, it got all mixed up, you know? No, dude, that's what it looks like coming straight out the butthole. I'm watching this come down that pipe. Oh, my God, this is uh, horrifying, dude. It's terrible. <laughs> well, I hope everyone listens to this during breakfast or uh, <laughs> lunch, maybe. Dude, the smell, though, <laughs> I could and then, And then, because it's shitty-ass fucking plumbing... Because I guarantee they hired some, some, the cheapest plumber they can to install this bathroom. So when I put my cable into the floor drain, I came out the toilet on the other, in the other unit. Ooh. And I, sh- I shattered the toilet. Wow. So then I had to go fucking buy a new toilet, put the new toilet in. And the, it, it's, the <laughs> next door was a Play-Doh's closet. <laughs> Do you know what that is? That's a yoga clothing no. store no damn it's it. like a it's like a kind of like a upscale or like more upscale like uh used clothes oh yes okay that's right yeah uh, I, I knew i knew it was hippie liberal something i went yoga there were four women working there all of them way younger than me all of them had nose rings and i'm not talking one nose ring i oh, mean these girls know. had like all of multiple the nose, nose <laughs> rings the goofy like odd uh tattoos for sure, yeah, probably the sleeves, I imagine, right? A lot of sleeves. No, no sleeves, no just like sleeves. the like, ironic like, yeah, those single the, tattoo yeah. on the boob. Oh. And the one on the forearm. Wow. You know, like, How about the, uh, that kind of like... No face tattoos? Nah, no face tattoos. That's not really big. I'm glad that fad is kind of phasing out a little bit, you know? It's probably, it's probably not working out for the people who like 10 years ago got the face tattoo. Uh, Post Malone seems all right. I think he's, it's him and uh, Mike Tyson. They're the only guys doing great with the face tattoos. The only problem Post Malone has is he got that barbed wire tattoo on his forehead. <laughs> yeah, man. And it looked good, but now his hairline is really receding, so it's obvious because of the, the tattoo. <clears throat> oh, wow. You can gauge the, the nature of the recession on his head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just based on where the tattoo lies, that's rough, man. <laughs> He should just tattoo his hairline back on there. Nobody would notice. Great call. Right? Just, just tattoo or the hair. Or because you got the barbed wire, do like a little chain gang of people like clearing the path. <laughs> you know, like, like, it looks like they're clearing the weeds. That's actually hilarious. Yeah, like a group of landscapers. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one old guy a long time ago who had the little lawnmower. He had like a black, it was just a black figure of a guy with a lawnmower on his head. And it looked like it was like mowing the bald spot. It's absolutely genius. Yeah, so funny. That's taking what God gave you and making it great. Oh, that is a lemon to lemonade for <laughs> yes, sure. Dude. That's a fucking lemon to Mike's hard lemonade. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's parting with what God gave you. Well, I, I noticed your mind is on the pipes, and I saw an interesting article today in NPR that reminded me of you, actually, and. It was about how, let's see, what was the title here? Biden administration proposes strictest lead pipe rules 
in more than three decades because they want to curb, if I've got the article, if I understood it correctly, they are really determined to help out minorities and marginalized people. So they're going to fix the no, lead so, pipes. So they could get the plumbers union. Dude, Lori Lightfoot, that was literally why she became mayor of Chicago, was because she said she would do, she would push through replacing all the lead pipes. That's why the plumbers union backed her. All right. And the laborers union. It was so much work for everybody if you have to replace all the lead pipes. You're talking about buco bucks rolling in because you got the business happening. And it's taxpayer money, baby. Oh, there's nothing sweeter. Oh, yeah. Pay oh, it up. nothing sweeter. That is a juice that you can keep on. I mean, that's a berry you can keep on squeezing, <laughs> you know? And that juice is worth the squeeze. So what happened? Did you guys replace everything, and now the city's running smooth with the water? <laughs> You've not been to Chicago? I said it uh, on purpose because... Frank, this is going to take 20 years, which means uh, it's actually going to be 30 when That's you're right. all said and done. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be $6 billion over budget. Hell no, we're not done. You're going to have fathers passing on this career to their children. <laughs> this is how it works, man. It's mafioso, baby. It's how they get their kids through college these days. They, uh... <laughs> Dude, they did this thing. I swear to God, I was laughing so hard. I think it passed in 90... or I think it was 2003. Somewhere between 97 and 2003, they passed this thing where they're like, all right, we're changing all the water meters. Everybody's got to have water meter. We still haven't gotten every home. <laughs> of course, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, just too much to do. Well, government too moves, yeah. Do. Government moves slow, right? That's how it's the nature of the beast. And then on top of it all... We have to allocate a lot of funds to Ukraine and then now Israel, right? We, we're spending money left and right. We just got to skim off the top. And what that means is you keep getting the uh, water through the lead pipes. <laughs> That's how it works. It's actually not that bad. Well, I thought of you with the article because I distinctly remember you telling me that it's not the lead pipes that are the issue uh, with the health problems. It's the stuff going into the drains that are corroding the lead pipes then causing the like infiltration of the poisons and what have you yeah well not into the drains but that's just it's stuff that's introduced into the water supply system like fluoride chlorine and all these other chemicals they use to probably purify it quote unquote right and poison us at the same time yeah but i'm telling you right now dude i i i I don't do it anymore but i used to i would go and cut lead pipes like dig down get the lead pipe cut it and that shit was clean, not rusted at all on the inside, you know? That must and it'd be, be 100 years old. <laughs> that must be really satisfying to see, though, because I imagine the outside is rusted and disgusting wherever you're cutting through and getting, you know, at this pipe. And then you, you're slicing through one side, you slice through the next side, you pull out that piece, and it's just like clear, what, lead? That's crazy. Yeah, well, it's like clean lead. Yeah, Silver well, looking, you right? So every, you, you like I, I did too. I used to, you know, you, you, the first one you get, you're like, this is such a big pipe. You know, why would they use an inch and a quarter pipe? Because you're thinking it's about as thick as like a copper pipe, you know, right? The wall, bro. The lead pipe, it's like maybe about half an inch thick. Wow. <laughs> yeah, maybe even like five eighths. Like it's thick. I mean, and that's why, lead. like, yeah, the outside you'll have like the all the pitting, a little bit of rust, and everything, but then. 
That inside is smooth. Pristine, huh? It must be just, it must feel like you're staring down the center of a, uh, what are those uh, eggs that I had the other day? The scotch egg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, there's a reason they put it in. Like anything, anything that was installed like pre-1970, that was installed to be there forever. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Back in the day, we used to build things and, and design structures and everything to last, you know, for the etern- you know, for the rest of humanity. Whereas now we build stuff so that way it deteriorates, and then we have a new project. I seriously, I get these these people all all like the teachers and the staff at these schools. They they're like dumbfounded. They don't believe me because they're working in the part of the building that was built in 1880, right? <laughs> yeah. And they could, they're flushing tampons, pads, they're Jesus. doing it, and no fucking problem, right? The addition that was put in in 1990, a person flushes one paper towel, it shuts down the whole side of the school, <laughs> and everything's backed up three inches, and you know what I mean? Is it, what are they doing? Is it PVC now, or what are they using? What's the whole, the oh, big... We can't use it here, but... Uh, oh, all right, no PVC. So Chicago, you could still, you could do PVC in uh, residential, but not in commercial. All right. Well, I, I feel like lead was probably the way to go, and it probably should still be the way to go. There must be something we're doing in the modern times that is bad for the lead, and then it's causing the corrosive issues and sickening us. Ultimately, yeah, I think, yeah, I definitely think we've polluted the water so much that now the water's just... Well, yeah. at this point, right, with the vaccines and all the pharmaceuticals in the water system and the chemtrails in the sky and whatever the hell they're pumping into the animals and into our food over at, you know, Monsanto, I mean, you know, it, does the lead poisoning really do anything to us anymore? We're pretty much immune, I think. We're just toxic beings surviving in a toxic world. Yeah, it's the least of your worries. Right? I think we have a lot of other issues going on. Uh, you know, for me personally... All I could think about today was who is going to be voted Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the Year. <laughs> Into the newsroom in the last few minutes, Sports Illustrated. Oh, Kelsey, for Deion sure. Sanders, the Sports Person yeah! of the Year. Coach Brown! No, no. Coach Brown! And completely transformed the program. Now Sports Illustrated is recognizing the prime effect in action. He brought a lot of attention to university. And- I, the prime effect is what they're calling it, dude. That's all I got for the clip. I thought that was hilarious, man. The prime effect. Yeah. I thought for sure they were going to do uh, Travis Kelsey. No, no, no. I mean, maybe uh, Taylor Swift. I was going to say, yeah, athlete of the year should just be Taylor Swift. <laughs> right? This is sports person of the year. What does that even mean? I don't know. In the days of woke, I just have no idea anymore. And <laughs> I, I don't know. Wait, wait. It's not even athlete. This is for just sports wait person. Wait a minute. Is Neon Dion? Is he, uh, oh, is he, he transitioning? He might be. That's <laughs> maybe why he moved to Boulder. Uh... It's a safe space for trainees. <laughs> <laughs> I was Coach Prime. Now I'm Coach Premier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I read this article about Prime, actually, and I, the reason he 
got all these accolades and this award or whatever this thing is from Sports Illustrated, uh, all this national attention that he brought to CU brought enormous amount of money into the city and into the state. And he also, I guess, sold out successfully every home game for the first time, like I think in the forever for the Buffaloes. <laughs> Like yeah. every every game was sold out, so I mean it's great revenue, you know. The dude, uh, and he's also he's outrageously, you know, infectiously positive and motivating. Yeah. All right, and so is Mike. Did you guys catch that? <laughs> that was that's Mike's motivation right there for you. Get motivated, folks. Yeah, Mike's the David Groggins of podcasting, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All Coach right. Brian. Well, uh, that's the. I'm pr- not impressed. Mike's not. How impressed. good is the team? Oh, uh, four and eight. They suck. They're not even going to be. In the <laughs> <laughs> They're garbage. Absolute trash. All right. It doesn't matter. Right. Boulder made a shit ton of money. Okay, that's all anybody cares about. <laughs> yeah, but that's the problem with all sports. Sportsman of the year should be the guy that turned around a four and eight team into an eight and four team. I'm nope. sure there's somebody out there. No, he turned around the Buffaloes from like a one and twelve team to an eight to a four and eight team. So <laughs> that it was quite a turnaround. <laughs> I mean, that's good. That's progress, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Chicago. I would kill for a four and eight team. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't kidding. I think the Bulls are like maybe five and twelve at this point. The who? Yeah, yeah we, exactly. don't even, we don't even the claim them anymore. Trash. Uh, well, either way, uh, I I'm gonna get your juices <laughs> pumping here. <laughs> I now just root for the uh, prospect Knights for everything. Wow, yeah. that's a callback yeah. and a half, man. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, I had this one on from the other day, and uh, I don't think we got to it. The, we didn't do the Weight Watchers, right? I thought they died. Oh my god! This is for you. It's a it's a good listen, so you'll enjoy. Didn't they go bankrupt or something? We played a clip not too long ago. Did we do the Weight Watchers? I just clipped it yesterday or two no, no, days no, ago, like a long time ago, like months ago. We had a clip oh, about. Oh how... no, they no, they're no, they're they're uh, refreshing to be fresh, man. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, no, you didn't hear about the new pivot for Weight Watchers, dude. <laughs> Oh man! Is it, is it now just Ozempic watchers? Are you uh, Nostradamus or? Oh, no, they uh, had to go with Govi watchers so they could keep the symbol. Oh yes, I, you pretty much called it. I I thought <laughs> I found this to be absolutely shocking, but apparently this is the way science and weight loss is now going to go for uh, the rest of our lives until we're all uh, Ozempic faced and dying. Weight Watchers is changing, again. Because I went to Weight Watchers and they helped make me a whole new person. In the 1960s, it shot to popularity by relying on discipline and moderation, along with peer support. Join Weight Watchers today. In 20- Isn't that mind-blowing? <laughs> I had no wow. idea it was around for that long, man. We're, like people, If you look at pictures of people from the 70s, they look great. They're so thin and healthy compared to now. Like, It's weird that we needed Weight Watchers in the 60s and 70s. Well, that's what I was thinking, man. All right. Huh. All right. Teen, a rebranding to WW International, embraced wellness over diets. On the new Weight Watchers program, less counting, more enjoying. But in 2023, another huge shift, led by CEO Seema Sistani. 
Weight Watchers jumped into the booming prescription weight loss drug business, acknowledging that for some, diet and exercise aren't enough. So I want to be the first to say <laughs> And we know better now, we will do better now. For many who are living with obesity, it's a chronic condition. Stop right there, dude. Did you hear about, did you hear that? In the 60s, they started by preaching discipline. Wow. So it was That's what they said at the clip. It was actually, you're right, yeah, so it was actually watching your weight. Yeah. <laughs> By watching yeah. what you eat, probably, and maybe exercising, and, you know, having a support group. I thought that's what it was more about, was having a support group. You don't need uh, a support group when you can take a little injection into your arm and, you know, melt away in your chair for six days. I mean, if Weight Watchers is going prescription... Then where do I go to lose weight if I want to do it just the right way? Wow. You absolutely just blew my mind. You, you know? They're like eliminating any kind of structured program for people to actually lose weight. Outside of going to your local gym, which, you know, is intimidating to a lot of people. Oh, very I don't even want to go. Are no, you kidding well, me? I'm embarrassed to run off my fat ass on a treadmill. <laughs> and a lot of the dudes in these gyms, man, you know, the, they're kind of just not really enjoyable to be around. No, such such douches. Exactly. I was trying to avoid any, you know, name calling because, you know, I, I support fitness fellas out there, absolutely, of all shapes and sizes. But there are certain gym rats who are, you know, a little, take it a little extreme and do the posing in the mirror. If you want to know if you're a gym f just, <laughs> if you ever walk around shaking the stupid bottle with the ball inside it, yeah, you're a f all right? <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, you took the words did, right did out you, of my mouth, did you, did you Did you cut not only the sleeves, but also half the side yeah. of the shirt off? I've got to make yeah, sure. You're a gym I, fag. As long as I can see your nipples, then I'm satisfied with your stature in this gym. <laughs> I can tell you're a true bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's keep watching our way here. They're gonna tell us the new angle. I'm I'm loving this. For me, you could forget it about Ukraine, which we all already have. And you could forget about the writer strike because we never remembered it to begin with. And you could forget everything happening politically in the war in, U in uh, Israel and Hamas, all of that. For me, the story of 2023 was the weight loss pills, man. Yeah, it was epic. This, that is... this defined 2023 in my book. That nobody had the willpower to get off their ass and work out and put in the time and the effort. No, 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 Doc, give me the pill, give me the shot, juice me up, and melt me away, baby, because I want to lose the weight now. Yeah, it's terrible. Such a terrible way to live. Well, you know what? 2024 will be the year where everybody sues Ozempic, Wagovi, and Moonjaro. <laughs> this Moonjaro, I read an article today. It, they're, it's all over the medical world. It's, it's the breakthrough, man. It, it, it's going to put Ozempic, you know, it's going to leave it in the dust, dude. Moonjaro is double the speed, and you lose more weight faster. You, you're just melting. Hmm. Yeah, that's why I just bought stock in uh, Peter Francis Geraci. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> Good call, man. He's about to be busy 2024. I'm more of a Frank Azar guy myself here in Denver, Colorado. He's the strong arm of the law. Everybody knows that. The strong arm. Oh, the strong arm. Do you guys oh, yeah. have the hammer? 
No, we got the strong arm. He doesn't need a hammer. He's got the strong arm, man. Uh, dude, I don't care how, <laughs> don't care how strong your arm is. We have a guy with a hammer. Well, strong arm is hilarious to me because I always think of that Always Sunny episode where they make the invitations for their guys group and they make it the the flexing arm, but it just looks like a dick. It just looks like a whole ball and dick situation package, you know? Dude, that's a hilarious episode. Yeah, it trying is. to find dudes to hang out with. That's right, man. Isn't, isn't that when What's-His-Name finds the tranny? It might be. I, I don't know. It's funny. They were doing a tranny like skit on that show for many years, right? It's funny that they picked, like, one of the hottest girls ever. Yes, and then he falls it's... in love with her? Is that how it works on the show? I can't yeah. remember. It's been a long time. <laughs> I think Always Sunny's still on, actually. The funniest part is the whole, like, pre-op, post-op. Yes. You know, after she got the snip, now he was, in, he was into it. Right. Yeah. I can't remember. I'll tell you what, part. though. I, you know what? That would be, like, if you could find a girl like that, that has a dick. I'll admit, trannies are tra- are women. <laughs> Just give me one, one. You know. They're, well, I think they have them in like Thailand, right, in Korea uh, or whatever. I feel like there's places, Singapore, you know, where you probably don't know until it's too late. No, not like that, because that was like a thirty-year-old woman. You know what I mean? Not some <laughs> fucking, you know, fourteen-year-old boy. Yeah, it wasn't uh, Jeffrey Tambor playing uh, transparent, right? You remember transparent? I don't even know what that is. Google transparent because transparent <laughs> was massive. It was a huge freaking hit. It won all these awards. Uh, maybe the circles you roll in, dude. I have never heard of that before. Well, I'm telling you, it was a massive hit. It won a ton of awards, and it was praised to all the highest of heavens, man, because it was it it brought the trans experience to the forefront. And it was, it was starring the, dude, transparent, man, I'm telling you. Holy shit, I didn't know it was like trans, like a transparent. I thought it was like, oh, this is so transparent. No, it's like, this is a transparent. Dude, it was massive. It was all all over the place, man. Emma, I believe, got into it for a minute or so, but then it got really, it went over the top, and this was pre- this is right before like the woke shit really took over our lives. This is 2014 to 2019. It was a TV series. I'm telling Dude. you, Transparent is what like it was Modern Family and Transparent. Everybody's like, oh, let's just be accepting of everything. <laughs> 91 Rotten Tomato. This show was beloved by everyone, Mike. I'm telling you. Yeah. Personally, I thought it was a ridiculous show. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't understand the accolades it got. It only got them because of how you know the, the how much it showed the courage to you know be that way. And you know Jeffrey Tabber, Tamber. I don't. I only remember him really from Arrested Development. He plays the dad who goes to prison. Who? All right. Well, either way, the transparent, the transparent, the the dude. Oh yeah, yeah, Jeffrey Tamber. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Oh, I thought this was like a real life thing. This was like actual actors? 
Yes, dude. This was a fucking oh, show. I thought dude. this was like a. I thought no. this was like one of those TLC shows. No, you know? dude. Like, this was a huge hit, like, man. Watch Transparent. It was on for like you just said. It was on for like four years and it won Grammys and Emmys and everything, oh, yeah, dude. You kid. Wow, dude. It like ushered in the tranny movement into the uh, like the family rooms of America. <laughs> Do you want to hear the? Uh... <laughs> oh yes, I want to. Yes, show. absolutely. <laughs> Mort. <laughs> Mort has a secret that he really wants to tell his three adults, <laughs> who are so self-absorbed, they don't see that something has changed for divorced, <laughs> girlfriendless dad. Even when he invites them for to dinner to share his news, somehow the conversation becomes about them. The secret unfolds, though. <laughs> When he comes home and sees his married daughter getting intimate with her ex, now he knows her secret, and she learns his. And the dysfunctional family finds one secret after another being exposed. Uh? <laughs> We've gone a long way, folks, from home improvement. <laughs> My God. So, so this was about a divorced dad who wants to be a woman, finds his... Woman daughter cheating on her husband. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I man. kind of I'm more into like Mrs. Doubtfire. That's kind of the dude dressing like a lady that I'm more into. That should be the extent of the lady dressing. <laughs> what a great movie, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, classic. All right, do you uh, you want to hear more about the Weight Watchers at all, or do you want to carry oh, I on? What doing. Yeah, oh, no, right, I'm yeah. really into this Weight Watcher. I can't believe they're doing this. This gets. It's pretty weird. It's not a choice. We needed to be the first to be proud and loud about the fact that we got it wrong in the past. We've been treating these medications like it's a vanity, and it's not, it's life-saving. In some ways, it's sort of make or break for the business too though, right? Because this is sort of the direction this industry is going with or without Weight Watchers. I would say that's true. I would say that's true. And I think that people who are deniers about the fact that obesity is a chronic condition um, are, are going to be left behind. Weight Watchers bought sequence. <laughs> it's only a chronic dog. condition for people that eat too much. The, like, I, <laughs> that's not a chronic condition. This is the CEO of Weight Watchers right now. So this is what they're doing. They're getting into the medication. This is it. We are going to be a fully medicated society, man month telehealth subscription service that connects patients to doctors who can prescribe weight loss and diabetes drugs. It's incredibly important to communicate the risks and that's why the training in obesity care management is is really important. Um, also the lifestyle interventions that need to be done alongside the medications. Why should somebody come to Weight Watchers for these kinds of prescription weight loss drugs instead of just going to their doctor? Well, they can absolutely go to their doctor, but I think that what we can provide is a higher support solution. Many doctors don't have training in um, nutrition, obesity care management, and nor do they have the support system to basically that. help. That's that. The minute you fucking come up with the phrase obesity care management, Thank you. I was this, waiting is bullshit. Yes. this is fucking bullshit. That's just like a gender affirming care. I know. Frank, we just want to do gender affirming care. Frank, this oh, is yeah. just weight loss <laughs> care. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, they're uh, they're changing uh, the language. They're getting weird with it. It's all geared towards medication. They're going to medicate everyone for everything. That's it. No, this is just obesity care, Frank. Just yeah. Because I care. We care. 
obesity. And yes, our accountants told us we'll make more money off the prescriptions than we will off of making these fat asses eat less. <laughs> Dude, you, you nailed it earlier. Like, I thought we did talk about, like, earlier in the year, Weight Watchers going bankrupt, and now all of a sudden they're back in the biz and they're signed up with all these weight loss drug companies. Sounds like somebody got some funding. Yeah, it's really terrible. Man, they're, yeah. they're going to... I'm so floored by this. It just it to me, this means that that's it for healthy eating exercise. We'll never have a Richard Simmons again. You know, you're like that's it. Everybody's just gonna oh, take the call. pills, man. You know, like when you when people see how effective it is, and they don't have to actually put the work in, they're all gonna take it, and then it'll be ten years from now where people are dying from all these weird intestinal diseases and problems, and you know, oh sorry. We didn't study the long-term effects. That's what kills me. I can't believe people don't believe there's going to be side effects. It's weird, right? I mean, this is the vaccine mentality all over again, except, you know, with the vaccine, they believed, you know, it was going to save their lives, but then it wasn't going to save them. It was going to save grandma, but then it didn't work anyways any for anyone, right? So they gave that up, but now they got this new one where they're just taking the doctor's word for it. And they're just injecting themselves with no idea of 10, 15, 20 years from now how this is going to play out. I personally am think I've been saying this whole year, dude, people are going to start dying next year from this shit. We already have a lawsuit in Australia from a woman who died. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Plus, you're probably going to gain the weight back because you never changed your lifestyle. You never learned any lessons from it. You never, you know, absolutely well, discipline. That's my thought and what the whole point of this Wagovi program is, you know, you're going to take some, lose the weight, gain it back. Well, I got a wedding coming up. Doc, write me up another prescription for that Wagovi. Oh, well, you have to lose it quickly. How about you try this Mongerno or whatever we got here? It's faster and you lose more. Oh, great. Thanks, Doc. And, you know, you lose it again. You got the paralysis in the intestines. And then, uh, you know, eventually you come back to and start eating again. And then... You know, oh, you know what? I got to lose weight again. Hey, write me up another prescription. And eventually, so uh, I read about Sharon Osbourne. She claims that she will never be able to put weight back on again. (laughs) Why? Because of the effects from the Ozempic she took like a year ago. And what did it do? It gave her intestinal paralysis. Yeah, but I mean, so she just can't eat or... She, like, can't process food the same way like she used to, and she's just stuck at her weight. That sucks. Unless it's a good weight. She look good? She looks all right, a little frail, a little tiny. She's old. I don't know. I mean, still looking good. I I think uh, if you want to be stuck at a certain weight, just name your kid Frank, or name yourself Frank, change your name. You'll stay at 135 (laughs) forever. 135. <laughs> All the Franks I know are 135 pounds. 135. It just goes with the name Frank. Uh, so that's, uh, that's all I'll do in the Weight Watchers. I found that very interesting. We know so many people that did the Weight Watchers back in the 90s. I mean, I think both our parents were doing it for several yeah. years. It was a major thing. Oprah was one of the biggest spokespersons uh, for the Weight Watchers. I can only presume she'll be coming out as a spokesperson for the Mongerno or uh, Wigovi or whatever it is. Um, good times, man. No doubt about it. I just it. like how they started it off. How like in the 1960s, Weight Watchers started as a program that believed in preaching like accountability and discipline, and you know, 
helping you eat less and exercise. And then now it's just like, eh, fuck all of that. Take this pill. <laughs> Take the pill, take the shot, right? That's uh, what it's all about these days. Uh, so speaking of which, uh, with conspiracies and, you know, the depopulation, which is what I ultimately believe these Wegovy Mongerno drugs are for, it's just to thin the herd faster. They're killing us with this stuff. That's the bottom line. Uh, when it comes to conspiracy theories and theorists, uh, we got a little good news, I guess, uh, for the king of the mountain or uh, the premier face on the Mount Rushmore of tinfoil hat enthusiasts, Alex Jones, finally getting a, a semi-W in his uh, arena here. Families of the Sandy Hook shooting victims say InfoWars host Alex Jones can pay them $85 million to settle his defamation case. That number is far less than the nearly $1.5 billion he was ordered to pay for calling the 2012 Sandy Hook shooting a hoax. Lawyers far less? Victims- you took two zeros off that bitch. <laughs> $1.5 billion? So to $85 million. <laughs> They must have realized he was never going to be able to pay that money, and so they're like, okay, let's get reasonable here. <laughs> How much money do you think he's pulling in on Rumble? I know. He's, you can't even find him on the internet. He's just wiped clean. You got to go to, like, info something.bandtv.net, right? Yeah, I don't know. I know Band is in there. I don't know where it There's is. Band TV in there. Families presented the lower offer as a way to resolve Jones's personal bankruptcy case. Jones is appealing the ruling, saying that he did not get a fair trial and he was protected by free speech. Yeah, I really kind of hope he ends up winning this in the name of free speech because you should be able to say kind of whatever you want. Well, here's the funniest part is I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he's going to win since you guys dropped your number. From 1.5 billion to 85 yeah. million. They're trying to get him. <laughs> you think you're gonna lose? Exactly, man. Yes. So they're like, "Hey, why don't you just pay us 85 million? Ha <laughs> ha. And uh, we'll call it even." Yeah. No, Alex, fight it to the end. Fight it to the end. Fuck these people. Don't give them a dime. Absolutely not. I hope they lose this in court. This is mm. so unreal that this even happened. For well, you know why they had. You know why they wanted to take the 85 mil. This all makes sense, actually. They're all part of SAG, Frank. They just got off this long strike. They need the money. Oh, yeah, man. It's been a long year for these actors, man. I got to say, Mike, that is a clever, (laughs) multi-layered 4D chess joke, my friend. That is beautiful. Come on. I love it. For anyone not in the know here, Mike is alluding to actors, as in... Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. Hey, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh... I, don't, I don't have 1.5 bill or 85 mil. But You know, I, I was going to... I could rephrase it. We're talking about actors in crisis. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> we would never discuss crisis actors. 
No. Those aren't real. There aren't crisis actors out there. To be fair, you could be an actor who just a crisis happens to happen to. Yeah, an actor in crisis. (laughs) Maybe you and all of your actor friends happen to send your kids to the same school. Wow. Good call. Yeah. Just maybe. Or maybe not. Maybe the school never even existed. think we're tiptoeing there (laughs) (laughs) so the sandy hook thing with the the arguments online of like the kids and you know what i'm saying like being the the fake this and the real that and you know me i love the adam lanza never existed theory and he's just a computer composite image that's why it looks so bizarre looking at these pictures they've released maybe a half dozen pictures of this guy allegedly existing uh you know i i just i I associate it always with the, one of my favorite conspiracy theories that the Challenger uh, exploded, but none of the astronauts were on it. And there's all these photographs of these older versions of all the astronauts on the Challenger still alive today, like teaching at Harvard and Yale and, in, you know, Santa Cruz and uh, they're, you know, cops and lawyers and it's really there's some weird stuff going on where like some of them are allegedly like twins of the guy who died or the lady who died like it's but they look very similar it's very weird and so you know the challenger could have been one of the first occasions where we had some fake people or some actors involved in a scenario to kind of freak out the squares amongst the populace uh, i don't think so you've never uh journeyed down the rabbit hole of the Challenger explosion not killing the astronauts? Yeah, I have. I just don't get the... There's never really been a good reason for it. Yeah, I don't know. I just... uh, Like, like if if that would have ended the space program, okay, maybe... Maybe, okay, I'll buy that was the motive. You wanted to end it for whatever reason. Maybe the government wanted to shut down NASA so that they could do, like, a more uh, covert op kind of thing you know that's right uh, I'd, I'd buy that but i don't know there was just never you know what i mean it wasn't even like we ended the space shuttle program you know it was like everything just kind of kept going it was an accident yeah, i don't know i always liked the uh i liked the conspiracy though i'm always open for all a good old-fashioned nut job <laughs> the most believable part though is that if you <laughs> did blow up a spacecraft while launching it they would give you a job at Harvard. They love hiring failures. That's yes, <laughs> Brian Stelter, case in point. Lori Lightfoot. I mean, oh. they love failures. I, f- I keep forgetting she's over at Harvard. Is she teaching gender and racial studies? No, she's something in poli-sci. She's, she's a frightening woman. So you go to Harvard to learn political science from Lori Lightfoot and journalism from Brian Stelter. Oh, yeah. It sounds like good times. <laughs> and I, I imagine Lori incorporates some sort of tribal dancing in her lesson every day. Well, first lesson is how to raise the bridges. Right. Raise the bridges. <laughs> <laughs> See, no one believes you're a villain from Batman until you raise the bridges. <laughs> right. You needed to really look like Gotham. Oh, wow. She will go down in history. I believe as the worst mayor in the history of Chicago. No, this guy's way worse. Yeah, you're right. Hancock? What's this guy's name? Johnson. Johnson. Dude, dude they just kicked out they just kicked out like a a bunch of uh old people from some like old folks home and moved in the migrants. 
Oh, excellent. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah, good. That's not looking good here. Got to yeah, treat the migrants good. respectfully. You know, we have uh, our own issues here in Denver. Thankfully, we elected last year. We picked between three different Democrats. We picked the Democrat, Mike Johnston. Not Johnson. You got a Johnson. I got a Johnston. Mm. Uh, we'll let everyone out there debate the race between the two guys. Uh, but <laughs> I got Mike Johnston out here, and he's doing a heck of a job. I got to say, he really is uh, pushing the homeless from one side of the city right to the other side. And then uh, he takes them from that side, and he just pushes them down south to the other side. Uh, it's just kind of round and round. Round and round and round. <laughs> it's just pushing the homeless. Round and round. Well, dude, I just heard the most, like, they were interviewing these guys that are... Uh... They're like packing up and they're leaving. Dude, they're going back to like Venezuela or wherever they're from. Oh, good. They're like going. No, 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 no. They're openly saying they're going back for now and they're going to come back in the spring. And all I can think is why am I. Who are you that you get to vacation in South America for the winter? (laughs) I know. This is bullshit. Where's my vacation? Just come back here. The hell's going on here? I mean, I really am the sucker working, huh? Well, uh, here in Denver, crime through the roof. We're a third now in car theft, and it's a good thing we hired this new guy, Mike Johnston, to clean up the city. We do start with the breaking new details we've learned here just a few minutes ago. Fox 31 learning Denver's mayor, Mike Johnston's car, was stolen. The mayor's office not answering many of our questions tonight, saying they won't share where the car was stolen from or what it looks like, citing safety concerns for the mayor's family. They also have not said whether the car was recovered. Man, that news showing even the mayor is not immune from his city's car theft stats. More than 8,700 vehicles have been stolen in the Mahai City through October of this year. That is more than 28 a day. As a candidate, you might remember Johnston said 28 that he a st- day? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know for a fact the entire White House stopped to remember 26 trannies that died. <laughs> In a year. <laughs> In a year. You guys are having 28 cars a day. Stolen, yeah. One city. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We live in a... Dude, that's so funny because I was literally going to get this clip. I was trying to get this clip. Uh, we had an FBI agent get his car stolen in Chicago. Yeah, I yesterday. saw that actually. That's really funny, dude. So funny. This is awesome. I love this clip. Oh, it's a. Cr- I mean, it's just a little bit left. I think. Published an auto theft unit to address the spiking crime. Yeah. So nothing's happening, and he promised. That's what he ran on, right? He was going to clean up the homeless and clean up the streets and get rid of the crime. And his car was stolen. <laughs> Fucking loser. So. It, most likely because he parked his car downtown somewhere, right, or near his house, wherever, and he was down in Pueblo uh, with Jared Polis kissing Biden's ass for four hours while they looked at windmill parts. No way. Oh, yeah. Oh, Biden was here. He uh... screwed up traffic for miles. It was beautiful. And, um, you know, he, he really just, uh, I don't know which one it was. I couldn't really tell. Didn't get a good look at the eyes. It could have been the electronic Biden. You know, we never really saw him moving in and out of the plane. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. Did he get lost on his way up from the podium? (laughs) No, no, I didn't see that part. Um, I just saw pictures of him and uh, Jared hugging and yucking it up. And Mike Johnston was there while his car was getting stolen in Denver. So very nice. Did, Did you see what they're doing with those fucking windmills? These windmills are complete trash and they run on oil i wish everybody knew this oh yeah there's 
Each one takes like 400 gallons of oil inside. And it is a complete the, eyesore. <laughs> not only that, the, the uh, turbine, the wings, they only last 20 years. And then you have, you have to get rid of them. And they, one of the things that like, they're touting is that there's this new, this new program to recycle the, the wing, the whatever, the blades. Oh, yeah. Right? You're like, recycle? It's a 60-foot <laughs> fiberglass <laughs> wood. I don't even know what the fuck it's made of. Like, how are you going to recycle it? Well, they decided they're going to use it to make cement. Oh, right? wow. Okay. So I thought, I was like, wow. So, Frank, what do you think when I say we're recycling this to make cement? I don't think that sounds like it's going to be very good cement. But you imagine it's inside the cement, right? Yeah, I guess like mixed, right? Like ground down <laughs> I, into the powder. No, no. no? By, we're recycling these wind turbines to make cement. What they meant is we're shredding these turbines oh, yeah. into such a fine material that we could put it into this furnace and burn it. Wow. <laughs> and we're using it as fuel for our furnace to make cement. Wow. How good is that for the environment? Probably as good as all the chemtrails they flew over Denver today. Equal, I imagine. <laughs> Equal And their, qu- their quote was, it's as clean as coal. Okay. <laughs> so we're back to coal. Right on, man. So, I so love it. Your, your wind turbine is supposed to stop us from using coal, but at the end of its life, we have to burn it, <laughs> and at best, it's just as dirty as coal. You know, they're going to do the COP78 or whatever it is next week or in a couple of weeks, <laughs> and um, I was reading about it, and they're going to have 70,000 delegates from around the world. And I read that line over and over again, and all I could think of, of is John Kerry's 70,000 private planes just flying <laughs> around the world to one destination. So much jet fuel. Dude, yeah. 70,000 delegates to one... Lo- it's going to be the most amount of private jets anybody's ever seen in their entire lives. Yeah, but that's to save the world. To save the world, dude! You know? Frank, they're saving the world. I fucking love it, man. They're, they're, they're going to meet every year at this location. 70,000 of us. We're all flying on our private jets, and we're going to talk about how those losers who don't have private jets have to stop using their gas stoves and stop eating meat and eat bugs and uh, turn in their gas cars for the electric. I mean, I'm just worried they won't have enough hookers wherever these guys are going. I think it's always in Davos. No, that's World Economic Forum, actually. Yeah, no, no, that's Davos, Uh, which I've heard they always get the hookers. (laughs) Yo, I don't mean to go back to this, but that transparent show. I knew this would pique your (laughs) wildest imaginations and interests, so please, yes. The best part, fucking Peter Dinklage is in it. Oh, Dinkleberry? (laughs) Yeah. my new name for Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Dinkleberry. Fuck Peter Dinklage, dude. <laughs> that that oh, that's a, oh wow, that was captivating. Yes, all right, man. Oh, no, Thoughtful I'm sorry. He's not and in insightful. It. Oh, wow. Oh, he's not in it. I was totally wrong. There's an advertisement on the page for the new Hunger Games. 
Oh, can't we come up with new ideas? There's a new Hunger Games? I thought we just did that. Or did they just reboot it? The Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Oh, my oh, God. This is gay. <laughs> oh, that was the worst title I've ever heard in my life. So gay. Oh, that's so bad. And you got Peter Dinklage standing there. Oh, of course. Dude. Oh, my God. What a horrible movie. Why did they do that? And you know, they're rebooting the Harry Potter series. Didn't they just do, uh, what was the thing they had on Showtime or whatever with Lord of the Rings? They just rebooted some element of Lord of the that, Rings right? and the Game of the Throne. Yeah, they spent like a billion dollars on that stupid Lord of the Rings that nobody watched. No, the most unbelievable thing about the whole story was that you had a black dwarf. That was like <laughs> mining the fucking depths of hell and somehow got a fucking tan. They, they, they even did, uh, dude, they did another fucking good burger. I saw that, and I uh, saw some pictures of Kel. He looked really weird with the makeup they put on, put on him, and I don't know. It's kind of a kind of a weird is he a fat one. No, Keenan is the fat one. Ah, it was Keenan and Kel. Remember they had their show, Keenan and Kel. Yeah, I just can't ever remember which one's the fat one and which one's the skinny one. Cal was good burger dude, you know? Right. And Keenan was like the straight, you know, the straight guy in the comic duo. Yeah. It was a good movie. It was all right. Wait, you watched Good Burger too? No, I'm talking about the first one. Oh, I, dude, I don't even think I saw the first one, man. You never saw the first one? I don't know. I don't remember when it came out. It must have been when I started drinking heavily and when I was a younger guy. <laughs> <laughs> Those years kind of, they're gone, man. <laughs> 1997. Yeah, eighth grade, I was a heavy alcoholic back then. There's no doubt about uh, it. No, I, I totally forgot Sinbad was in there. So, so funny. Have you seen this thing online? It's one of the Mandela effects. It's very popular out there, and currently it's been oh, making its rounds. Yes, about yes, the, I wanted to bring it up to you. The yes. genie movie that Sinbad allegedly was in, which we all remember, and apparently he's on record. Like, he was interviewed in something, and he's like, no, it never happened. Everyone's crazy. Dude, everybody's saying Shazam was not a movie. It was for sure a movie. I think his was Kazam. Was it Kazam? And there's pictures all over the X. Oh, that's right. Formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, it's all over. Like, there's people posting photographs of the VHS cover and being like, no, this movie existed. No, 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 no. Kazam was Shaq. Okay, so it was Shazam then. (laughs) Right. Yes. Okay, Shazam. And Kazam was Shaq, which we all remember Kazam. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. And there's no because there's that, like I saw that on Twitter where like like people were posting pictures of the VHS. Yes, man. No, it existed, and I distinctly, I even in the pictures, if you see it, I think it's the kid. It's one of the kids from Home Improvement. It looks like it. I don't know. I can't really find anything on it now because now it's everything coming up is the the fucking Shazam movie that's coming. Right. Well, no, out. they need to scrub it from the internet. I believe that there's either. Something going on with that CERN machine, or this is one of the tactics of the three-letter agencies where they uh, just sow, like, discord and chaos within the communities of America, you know, and they just kind of, no, 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 we know this existed, but we're just going to wipe it from existence for a long time and fuck with people's heads. 
Yeah, because I mean, this was definitely a movie. Yeah, like, it was. Are, yeah. How could was, so I many? Saw it. How do so many people remember it? That's what's so crazy to me. Right. It was at the time where he was coming out with all those movies. Sinbad used to be huge. Sinbad was huge, and then he dropped off the planet. He didn't diddle the kids. I'm telling you. <clears throat> this is crazy. I, mean, I got a Vox story. False memories can form very easily. Oh, this Sinbad on. movie proves it. Why wow. so many people remember seeing a Sinbad GD movie that never happened. No way, man. I swear to God. It's possible only because it's well known amongst the community, uh, the conspiracy theorists out there that there's the famous show by the Grateful Dead that allegedly never actually happened and it was put on by the CIA, allegedly. And there are people <laughs> who remember being there. Yeah. I'm just saying it's possible. I don't know, dude. I swear to God I saw this movie, though. All right. Well, we'll just have to leave it up to that because, folks. I, they're, saying that, they're saying that it for sure never existed. I mean, Sinbad himself. I watched the video. He was in full denial and said everybody out there was crazy for believing that this was a movie. The, see, everybody, the whole idea is that we are confusing Shazam with Kazam. There's no way. I don't care how racist you think people are. Nobody's confusing Sinbad for Shaquille O'Neal.